0: this is disney forever welcome to our perpetual disney movie investigation podcast i'm void and i'm here with my co-host katie who has amazing pull quotes like this don't you ever run out of questions <laughs> today's feature presentation is old yeller which i think is fair to say you and i both did not enjoy this movie a ton but it's like classic so we had to cover it right
1: i think i was the one that told you we had to talk about it and i regret I- that decision
0: I tried to talk us out of it and you told me that we had to. So here we are. We did it.
1: I feel like the people, you know, all the people that listen to our podcast would get angry if we went through the 50s of the Disney movies and didn't talk about this movie.
0: It's true. I mean, we're almost done with the 50s ones that we have decided to include. Um, There's a lot of 50s movies that are like Westerns that are all almost variations on a theme. And this is one of the, like, iconic ones that we felt like we needed to cover, but this is kind of taking the place for us of, like, five to ten Western movies from the 50s, because we don't want to cover all those, and we feel like a lot of our feedback would be the same, because we don't suspect we would like them, is kind of where we landed.
1: Um, I'm solid on my Westerns now, I don't need to say anymore.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling too. Um, So I did pull some history about this one because the history behind it and the classic nature of it is why we ended up covering it. Um, You know, Old Yeller is from 1957. It was based on a 1956 book by Fred Gibson. So it was a book from just the year before the movie was made. And when it came out in theaters, critics liked it and they thought it was a really good family picture, which from our 2020 viewpoint is just mind-blowing to me that they thought this was a good family movie
1: no yeah No.
0: I know I agree Um, it's considered a cultural touchpoint for the baby boomer generation so this is one of the reasons we decided to do it because this was a huge cultural touchpoint and like it was something that everybody from that generation knew and saw and had an emotional reaction to so the baby boomers like this one resonated with them when they were kids um the film was adapted into a comic later, so it got a comic spin-off basically, or adaptation. And then in 1963, so a handful of years later, it got a sequel that was called Savage Sam. Um, and the one thing that I thought was really interesting from the history here from a production sa- standpoint is that This is before they actually had, like, the standards in place for filmmaking, where you could get, like, certified that no animals were harmed in the making of the film. But I did research, because we'll talk about it. There's a bunch of animal stuff in this one. And it seems like no animals were harmed in this film. Um, And it's really impressive, because there's so many animal things, and there's, like, animals... That are fighting or they look like they're fighting with the way that it's shot and edited But it turns out that all of them were just extremely well trained And they had expert animal handlers for all of it So that was one of the things that I thought was super cool about the history
1: Um, Did they train the bears?
0: Yes, yeah, I'm, all of them I'm, All the animals were trained
1: I'm slightly impressed And I'm still in awe that people thought this is a good family film
0: <laughs> Yes, I agree So high level, what would you think of it?
1: Um, I enjoyed that it opened with a song. It was, it was, it was entertaining because it reminded me like, you know, like (laughs) Davy Crockett opened with a song also. Yeah. So I guess just good, semi good Westerns must open with songs. I don't know. It was a catchy song. It was cute or whatever. Followed the dog while it was running around chasing a bunny rabbit.
0: He's the best, what was it? Best doggone dog in the West. Good God. It was not a good song, but it definitely was a theme song. It was,
1: it was a song. It exists. It's a thing. Um. Also, I just want to be totally transparent here and be really honest that I didn't realize that the reason the dog was called Old Yeller is because it's old and yellow.
0: I had no idea. No, I didn't know that either. And in hindsight, I feel dumb, but also you were in the exact same spot. Like, I didn't know that.
1: I'm sorry that I didn't realize that yeller was referring to the word yellow because in this depiction of the West, I don't know if this is true or not. They don't pronounce the word yellow like yellow. They call it yeller. Uh,
0: In this movie. Yes. In this
1: movie. I don't know if that's true. It's hard to know because how did people talk in the West back then? According to all the movies, this is how they spoke
0: yeah it's weird
1: um and then there was just you know random racism peppered in here and there which is weird it's but also it's all over the 50s
0: yeah well okay so it's interesting because i i kind of had the same reaction as you like the opening song really threw me off i was not expecting the movie to open with a theme song for a dog um but it definitely did and then the 50s Western like movie racism is just oh, it's like it's so hard to watch through our modern eyes and our modern lens and I get it it wasn't the same back then like it's a different time you know different lens you have to look at it through but still we're kind of working our way through the 50s and we kind of did the 40s already because we want to get A lot of this stuff behind us and from what we saw as we sampled things at the beginning of this season it gets better it's not perfect like it's never perfect but it gets better once you get to the 60s it's not as bad Um, so I feel like we're almost done with the 50s and that makes me feel better Um, but the the other thing with this is just like the overall plot of the movie was not good Like it would, I know this was a huge cultural touch point and I know that it was important for a generation, but it just was, it was a bad movie. Like there's, I mean, we can get into some of the blow by blow here in a second, but it's like the main character wasn't good. He was a jerk. There's a dog they were mean to and then eventually come around to liking. And then the dog fights a bunch of animals for them. And then the dog gets rabies and they kill it. And like, that's the whole movie. And it's just, it's like mean. And then it's like, boring and then it's like really sad at the end and none of the touch points along the way were like enjoyable for me it was just like different kinds of disappointment in the movie <laughs> I mean it's bad but it's like that's how what i felt i felt a variety of disappointment in different ways no
1: i i agree you're definitely not wrong but like i legitimately have a question if there is somebody who is from the baby boomer generation who l- listens to this podcast And can explain to me why this is a cultural touchpoint of their generation. Like, I would honestly, like, I honestly want to understand that. Because it makes no sense to me whatsoever.
0: They, I don't know, they sympathized with the dog. They empathized with it and felt bad in the end. But this was also, like, a good family movie. Because Mm. it was. I talked to my mom about this. I was going to
1: ask, I was like, did you ask your mom? Because, like. I
0: did. I did. I was like, mom, it says this was a cultural touch point for your generation. And I don't believe it. And she was like, yeah, it absolutely was like what? this resonated with everyone. And I just I still can't get my mind around it. But I trust that the information online is true. And also I trust my mother. So uh, I don't know. Here we are. I'm going to
1: I'm going to call my dad after this. I'm going to yeah, ask him. Should. He's staying with my grandpa. I'm going to ask my grandpa, like <laughs> I'm gonna ask people. I want to know. <laughs>
0: So, okay, we already kind of started talking about some of the moments, but what else happened that you wanted to call out?
1: I the level of frustration that i felt watching this movie this is why it's like <laughs> so mind blowing that people consider this to be a good family movie the whole movie is about the older the older brother being a jerk to, and then the younger brother being like not ever listening and also being a jerk and their dog which the older brother spent a significant part of the movie trying to kill
0: yes until he eventually comes around and likes the dog, but then has to kill it anyway when he no longer wants to.
1: Yeah. So he he hangs that piece of venison, right, low enough for the dog to get it, to trick the dog into eating it so that he can kill the dog. Like, what kind of a person are you?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and, like, what was it? One of my favorite lines i think i sent it i think i texted it to you was the little brother was like i'm gonna need me a hunting dog and i was like bro you a toddler
0: yep the younger one like
1: you don't need a hunting dog you need to chill and learn to listen to your mother and stop just doing things like i can't i can't deal like the thing that made me so mad, I'm, I am almost like, I'm still pretty angry that old Yeller got injured a bunch of times because the boys are stupid.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was like mostly their fault.
1: It was like their fault, like almost 100% of the time. Like, let's be honest yeah. here. Like the part where he fell into the pigs and then the dog got gouged by the pigs. He did that. Like that's his fault. He could have just not tried to like play rope the pigs or hang out in the pigs, and all that stuff. And then end up he got bit. I don't know how he got gouged by a wild boar. Those were not like wild boars, but
0: whatever. Um, no, they were trained pigs. But it's uh, that. Can we talk about how many times Old Yeller has to fight wild animals on behalf of these small boys that are making stupid decisions because. It's a lot of wild animals that he fights in this movie. I just... Again, none of them are wild. They're all trained, which, again, that's, like, the one impressive point to me. But there's a bear, like, the little kid just messes with a bear cub until a black bear mother comes charging at him. You know what? And then...
1: You know what? (laughs) Darwinism. Just let the kid die. I swear. I swear when that kid was, like, messing around with the baby bear, I was like, first of all, child, you stupid like what are you oh. doing and also like i mean i know this is like the old west or whatever i like i don't know what kind of education system things were going on but you would think that the first thing they would teach their child when you see a baby bear don't grab its leg
0: maybe don't mess with a black bear it's just not a good call you don't
1: ever mess with a baby bear because the mom ain't that far away and she's a lot bigger a lot stronger and a lot scarier
0: and this is not like the be all end all moment with like the black bear confrontation like this is one of the like it's just a scene that happens because also Old Yeller ends up like kind of fighting a wolf and he fights a pack of wild boars and he ends up fighting off Uh, a cow that's gone mad with like rabies and he he just fights a lot of animals like a lot
1: yeah he fights a lot of animals for wholly unnecessary reasons
0: yeah well and then at the end of the movie the other thing that bugged me was like in the last minute of the movie like so it's the big emotional scene the older brother had to like kill old yeller because he had rabies he had to put down his dog which is yes it's sad but again everything was because the boys were stupid um but then in the last like two minutes of the movie they got a puppy and they name it young yeller and then they're just kind of fine they're fine they're like "Oh, oh it's okay we have a new dog like and then they just move on and the end it was so weird
1: Man, when that little kid walked over there after they told him, like, don't open the pen. He needs to stay in there for a little bit longer to make sure he doesn't have the rabies. And the little kid's out there. And, like, clearly the dog is, like, growling like crazy in there. The kid's like, no, it's fine. I'm going to open this.
0: Oh. Okay. So I feel like we've bashed on this one a lot. So <laughs> to to highlight the bad in this one, um, I said the main thing. And then we'll get to some good. I found some some silver lining. The bad was like the Western 50s movie racism and like some of the mentions of like casual violence that they throw in there. It's just not good. And I'm at this point, I'm so ready to put so much of this 50s stuff behind us so that we are kind of done with the 40s and 50s by the time that we start our second season of this show.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, I mentioned the 50 sexism and gender roles that were very much implied in this movie. Like, can you hear me oh, rolling yeah. my eyes? For sure. Because what was it? The When the dad, played by Fess Parker, um, was getting ready to like go out on the cattle drive or whatever, and his older son asked him for a horse, and he told him something like, if you're a man or be a man while I'm gone, then I'll get you a horse or something like that. I was like, huh? Yep. And then, yeah. And like the whole thing with the mom or whatever, that the son, the younger son is going to be the person who, um, like you need to take care of your ma and your little brother and make sure that nothing happens to them. I was like, first of all, he's a child. Second of all, that's putting a lot of pressure on that kid. And also gender roles. Like, can't she take care of the family also? Like, I'm pretty sure she's very capable of shooting somebody down with the shot with the family shotgun.
0: Yeah. And she has like three times the amount of life experience.
1: Yeah. Also, like, I don't know if this was just my brain just assuming something bad was going to happen that like every single time that the older the guy from the other family came around, I always thought something was going bad was going to happen.
0: Oh, no, I thought so, too. Yeah, just kind of the way they frame it up in the gender roles. I thought I thought for sure it it didn't. But yeah, I was there with you. I was
1: waiting. I was waiting for something like really bad to happen, like for him to do something. And I was like, well, that's just my brain just assuming something's going to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. OK, so the good let's pull out a little bit of silver lining. Um, I thought that it was it was cool that the dog was real the entire time and he was a good actor. There was actually a ton of animals in this movie, and they worked as part of the story, even though the plot itself was not good. But when they had the animals, the animals like performed on camera really well. And they just had really excellent animal handling that was super impressive to me because... When I did the research, they like rehearsed for like a year ahead of time before they recorded anything because they wanted to look real, but they wanted all the animals to be perfectly safe and make sure the animals were having a good time. And they did that. So that really impressed me from a movie from the 50s. Thank God. Yeah. How about you? What was Uh, good. You have something.
1: I said that old Yeller was a good boy that had a crappy family.
0: (laughs) Yes, I agree with that. Um, Okay, so would you watch it again? No no me either i think that's pretty obvious um if you guys want to watch along what we have coming up next we're gonna do the shaggy dog from 1959 i think this is our last 50s movie we're like like right there we're so close um we're gonna do the princess diaries from 2001 the emperor's new groove from 2000 i'll be home for christmas from 1998 and the nightmare before christmas from 1993 That kind of leads us into Christmas and we'll probably do an end of the season recap episode and then take a break for a couple weeks. So all of that is coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, Don't forget, we're part of a network. We have podcasts, we have streamers, we have the Geekery blog and more, all of that at geek2geekmedia.com or geek2geekmedia.com slash subscribe to get it sent right to you. And that brings us to Weekly Geekery. Would you do? Please tell me something good about K-pop or something that's not an old West thing. (laughs)
1: um i actually finished a korean drama that i've been working on for a long time i just i sort of just stopped watching it but i decided to just wrap it up because i was maybe like six or seven episodes from the end cool um and i watched the last three episodes uh the show's called absolute boyfriend so it's a it's a korean live action drama based on a on a japanese manga by the same name Nice. Um, It's about a girl who accidentally gets, well, in this version, she accidentally gets sent a robotic boyfriend. Like a guy <laughs> who's supposed to be the perfect boyfriend and like when you kiss the robot, he becomes um, I'm trying to like, I don't know what the word is, but like uh, he's yours. Like completely, like he won't look at anybody else, be anything else. Like he 100% was built to love you in every possible way, and, like, that's what this show is about. Um, But it's also about, like, the robot itself, like, learning to grow with human emotions to the point where, like, he can't handle all the emotions and, like, he ends up having a meltdown, which was really sad. Oh, no. So the show was really good. It did not end happily, but they left it open for a second season. Like, I actually read the entire manga series... So this is the only one I've ever read. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. so I, I thought it was pretty good. They did a great job with it. The actors were really good, and I really liked everybody that was in it. Um, I'm glad I can mark it off and add it to my list of K-dramas that I've watched this year.
0: Sure, that makes sense.
1: Um, I'm also watching Supernatural's final season. So um, because I moved out of my parents' house, I no longer have access to cable so, I am watching it on the CW app like the day after it airs. So, I usually like okay. watch it Friday morning or something. But I'm already planning on going to my parents' house with my sister to watch the C- series finale together with everybody.
0: That's coming up soon, too, right?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. It's in like two weeks. Oh my goodness. It's in two weeks. Like after this week's episode, it ends on November. No, maybe it's more than that. It's like, I think it's November 19th is when it ends.
0: Still, that's coming up. Three
1: weeks. That's terrifying. 15 years (laughs) of a TV show is going to end in approximately three weeks. Wow. And it's, I'm scared. Like, I'm nervous about how it's going to go. So anything can happen. It's supernatural. So who knows? um and then i finally retrieved the bust of mr darcy from my parents house and now he's returned home
0: oh good he's on my desk he's in his new home
1: he's in his new home he's on my desk now um the way that the bust is made he's like staring at my bed which is incredibly uncomfortable (laughs) so i need to put him in like a new place i think okay But yeah he's Um, on my desk
0: cool Um, For me, I am rewatching some of the Disney gallery, the Mandalorian to kind of get hyped for season two, um, which is as we're recording is about to come out as you guys are listening is already out. But yeah, I'm really excited for season two and just watching those behind the scenes ones uh, from season one. It's it's really cool to see what they've done behind the scenes, especially with technology. So that's been fun to revisit. Um, And then the other thing is I'm finishing off the current season of Fortnite and like the battle pass. So. You can, do you know how battle passes work, Katie?
1: No, of course I don't.
0: So in a lot of games now, especially if they're a free-to-play game, um, you can get a battle pass where, like, as you're doing things in the game, you just get, like, points or experience or whatever. And every time you fill up, like, a bar, you get another level. And so they don't actually improve your abilities or, like, make you better than other people, but it gives you stuff in the game. And so if you buy a battle pass, then every level you get more stuff than if you don't have one. So it's kind of like a short-term subscription. So the battle pass is, like, seven bucks or something for the season, and it's, like, ten weeks' worth of content. And so you get, like... Um, different skins so your character can look like different things or you get different, you know, like emotes and just like fun things. It's all cosmetic. None of it is gameplay related. And I've never like finished a battle pass in any game. I've bought a bunch of them and then I play a couple weeks and then I kind of get bored of the game and I move on. But this season of Fortnite is like all themed around Marvel and my son and I are both kind of hooked on it. So we actually finished the battle pass and we got up to level 100 and I've never done that before. So we had a lot of fun with that.
1: That sounds super fun.
0: Yeah. Well, and especially taking turns, tra- like trading on and off with him, that was really cool too, just because we're both using the same account. So together we were like collectively working towards that. So we got there. So both of us are happy about that.
1: That's so cute.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's probably it for this week. You guys can find us all over the internet. Our email address is disneyforeverpodcast at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter at disneyeverpod.
1: Um, you can also talk to us in real time by joining our Slack workspace or discord server.
0: I blog at agreenmushroom.com. And you can find me at GRN mushroom. That's green mushroom without the ease on Twitter. I'm also on the geek geek podcast with BJ Keaton.
1: And you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram by searching the handle at, at lady Catherine P I'm also the co-host of two other podcasts with my best friend tea time with Katie and Chelsea. And you can't stop me loving K-pop.
0: This has been Disney forever with void and Katie. We'll be back next week, as long as Disney keeps making content. That can't be forever, right?
1: Um, No more Westerns, please.